Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be doing my recap of the Final Four in the championship game for the NCAA, both for men and for women. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we're talking NCAA, the Final Four, and the championship games. So we had it for the men and the women this past weekend. So let's kick it off. I'm going to deal with the women first. So on Friday evening, you had the Final Four between South Carolina and Louisville first. That's the first game, so we'll deal with that. So, South Carolina pretty much leads from end to end pretty much in this game. Um, they end up winning 72-59. to 59. And in that game, all their starters ended up with in double figures. So, that's always a good thing. Uh, they led at the half 34-28. to 28, And then in the second half, they pretty much blew the doors open. So... Of course, led by their stellar post player, Aaliyah Boston. She ends up with 23 points, 18 rebounds, 4 assists. And uh, and the crazy thing is, she had no fouls in that game. So you think somebody doing all that work in the post would, uh, you know, at least catch a foul here or there, but... She didn't have a foul in the game. Wow. So, um, yeah, so she pretty much led uh, the scoring for the uh, for Dawn Staley's South Carolina team there. And then on the Louisville side, they, they just were gas. I, of course, I made the preposterous prediction of them winning and all. Uh, I don't know where my mind was. Well, uh, my mindset should have been, do not bet against Dawn Staley. So, <laughs> anyhow, so for Louisville, um, Kevin Walls, I mean, he did the best he could coaching them up, but um, it just fell short. Emily Exler, Exler, uh, she she had a good game, eighteen points. Nine rebounds, four steals, but she ended up fouling out of the game. So, uh, but she, you know, she did the best she could. Um, next for her is the WNBA, of course. Their draft is next week, so I'll I'll be talking about that. So, and then uh, you got uh, fourteen points between. Well, actually, fourteen points each for. Olivia Cochran, who was doing pretty good inside, but um, Aaliyah Boston was just too much for her. But, you know, she did our best to put pressure on, scoring 14 points. And Kiana Smith, she had 14 as well. And she's another player um, going to the WNBA. Uh, I think Kiana Smith is going to be a problem in the WNBA. Uh, she just has a skill set that's fits that league so uh yeah i think she's gonna be one of those slept on uh draft picks over there so and then you have of course uh Haley van Liff, who 
didn't have such a great game. Nine points. She only shot four of 11. Uh, she did have nine rebounds, two, three assists, and three steals. But uh, you could tell she was gassed. So, um, but that's okay. She's a sophomore. Um, she'll be fine. She'll be okay. Um, again, I see a lot of Kim Mulkey in her. So, she'll regroup. She'll she'll be better. So, um, you know, this was on the big stage. So, uh, you know, that's okay. You, you know, these are the growing pains you go through as a player. So, they'll be back next year. They'll be fine. Um, especially with her leading the way. So, uh, yeah. So, so Louisville losing to South Carolina. In the next game, that was UConn versus Stanford. Uh, UConn coming in as the underdog in this. And ends up winning this game. 63 to 58. Now this game, I thought it would be more of a high-scoring game, but uh, it was pretty much nip and tuck. Only 27 to 26 UConn at the half. So um, yeah, so it was pretty close. Um, you know, Tar Vanderveer and her her uh, team there. You know, they did best they could there. Uh, it was just a lot of Paige Beckers. 14 points for her, five assists, four rebounds, two steals. And then they got a fine performance from uh, uh, Avina Westbrook. 12 points for her. She shot uh, three threes in the game, and she had six rebounds. And uh, But the thing was, uh, the guard play should have been a little bit better. They only got a combined 13 points from A.C. Fudd and uh, Kristen Williams. Uh, a combined 18 points, and that was on 5 of 21 shooting, so not good there. Uh, and then for the Stanford side, Haley Jones, 20 points for her, 11 rebounds, 3, three assists. She'll be fine. She'll be okay. She's a junior. She'll be coming back. Uh, Cameron Brink with a nice game, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Her post play pretty much kept him in it, but uh, Paige Beckers just was too much for them. So, uh, And then the, the Twins, the whole Twins, uh, not such a good game from them in that regard. Lacey and Lexi Hall, uh, 7 points combined. 3 of 16 shooting, so, uh, yeah, so not a good showing for them, so. So, now you have your final consisting of uh, South Carolina and UConn, so. And that took place on Sunday night. Sunday night, uh, South Carolina plays UConn and pretty much leads this from wire to wire. 64 to 49, South Carolina wins that one. Uh, the big story in the game, well, they led at the half, 35 to 27, but the big story was offensive rebounds. Uh, South Carolina had 21 to UConn six, so definitely not good there. Destiny Henderson. Has a monster game. Uh, this is her game going out. She's a senior now. 
So you'll see her in the WNBA next year. 26 points, 4 assists, 3 steals for her. Uh, pretty much getting the player of the game. And then Aaliyah Boston uh, doing the Aaliyah Boston things. 11 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 blocks as well. So, um, so solid performance from Henderson and Boston doing her thing. And then on the UConn side, um, of course, G Gino Ariema not too pleased with the squad, but, you know, they did, um, you know, they did what they could, but uh, South Carolina was just, just too much on the board. So uh, Paige Beckers, again, leading the, the way, 14 points, six rebounds. So Paige Beckers, you know, she... Had the injury early in the season, ended up coming back. She'll be fine. They'll, thankfully, they'll have her next year, next two years now for her junior and senior year. Uh, hopefully have her back healthy and ready. Um, but she's giving you glimpses that she can be that player for UConn. So. And, per, um, and then again, bad shooting from your backcourt of A.C. Fudd and uh, Kristen Williams. Williams, who will be a senior, she's going out, so not such a good showing for her leaving uh, the school now. Um, they combined for five points, two of ten shooting, only one of five from three. So, But A.C. Fudd, a freshman, so, you know, she'll... She'll learn. She'll learn from this. She has more years to go in REM's system, so uh, she'll be fine. She'll be okay. She showed you flashes this year, so the arrow's just definitely pointing up. And then Avina Westbrook, uh, she had the nice game prior, but only seven points this go around on six of ten shooting, one of five from three. So. So Dawn Staley, she becomes the first black coach in either the men's or the women's game to win multiple NCAA championships. She now has two. So, which leads to the question, you know, uh, everybody say, oh, she's the GOAT. She's, you know, whatnot. And then, you know, of course, the UConn folks are going to say, whoa, whoa, uh, hold your horses with that. So, uh, but... Here's what I will say. <clears throat> Dawn Staley is well accomplished and as a player and as a coach. There's not many uh, folks that can say that. Um, of course, your Kim Mulkey, she can definitely say that with her resume. Um, uh, definitely as I rummage through my head here. But, uh, of, co of course, you when you talk GOAT status, you talk R.E.M., or you talk Pat Summit, um, even Tara Vanderville sneaks into the conversation. But uh, Dawn Staley has a way to go. She's only 51. Um, she's put in... Uh, wow, she's been coaching for 21 years already. Eight years at Temple, 13 at South Carolina. So... She has plenty of way to go there, but um, definitely she's 
well on her way, that's for sure. She's built a solid program over there with South Carolina. 331 wins and only 103 losses. So she's winning 76.3% of her games there. And what she's done in the 13 seasons there, uh, nine times she's been in the tournament, six regular season championships, six conference championships, four Final Four appearances, and then, of course, the two championships. So think about this. <clears throat> um, Dawn Staley, who reluctantly came into coaching, believe it or not, um, when uh, the AD at uh, Temple approached her. Um, but she relented and she ended up coaching. Actually, she she was coaching and she was also still playing in the WNBA. In fact, um, li listen to what she did in 2004. 2004, she played a full season for the Charlotte Sting. And then in, during that summer, she also played in the Olympics. Um for the uh, team that went to Athens. Then, once that was done and the WNBA season was done, she goes to coach at Temple. Oh, by the way, she coached her, te her team that year to a 28-4 record, including 19-0 in Atlantic 10 play. So... You talk about a phenomenal year there, uh, calendar year uh, for uh, Dawn Staley. So I tell you what, she's well on her way. She's done a great job over there building that program. You see the Aja Wilsons of the world. You see uh, Leah Boston now following in those footsteps. Uh, she's built kind of a, well, pretty much a rock solid program there and she has you know she still has some ways to go so two championships under her belt she's definitely getting it done there so kudos to dawn staley for uh the win and for those kids over there big congrats as well for the south carolina players there so anyhow so that is the story for the women's and when I come back, we will talk about the men's Final Four in the championship game. Stay tuned, guys. Okay, guys, so we covered the women. Uh, let's take care of the men now, shall we? Okay, so it's the men's Final Four, which took place on Saturday. And you had the first game was Kansas versus Villanova. Again, one of my uh, predictions that flew out the window, but that's another story. So, Anyhow, Kansas makes easy work of Villanova for the most part. They win 81 to 65. They led at the half 40 to 29. So pretty much from wire to wire, they took care of business. In that game, David McCormick. Wow, the kid went off. Uh, 25 points. He did it on 10 of 12 shooting, so he was just pretty much able to get whatever he wanted inside. Also had nine rebounds in that game. 
And uh, Ochi Agbaji, he had 21 points. He shot six threes in that game. So he made six threes, obviously. So, uh, yes, and that led the way for the Jayhawks as they beat the Wildcats. And for Villanova, Colin Gillespie with a pretty good game, all things considered. 17 points for him. He dropped five threes in that game. Brandon Slater, he's had 16 points, four threes for him. Uh, eight rebounds and three assists. But um, And then Kaleeb Daniel with 13 points and five rebounds. But the, the interior for Kansas just too much for uh, the Wildcats. So Kansas ends up winning the first game. 81-65. And then we have the much-hyped, and rightfully so, uh, second game. Duke facing off against North Carolina. We know of that rivalry. It's one of the hotly contested rivalries in all the sports. We're talking on a collegiate level and on a pro level. Um, this rivalry runs deep. Both are uh, teams within the state, so the state of North Carolina, of course. So, yeah, so the rivalry runs deep. And, um, yeah, this this one was, it lived up to the billing. I got to say that. It lived up to the billing. So, uh, Duke at the half of that game was leading 37-34, to 34, so it was pretty much nip and tuck, nip and tuck. But in the end, North Carolina pulls away towards the end. And actually, um, Duke had a chance to, um, you know, take the lead. But Trevor Keels, he was fouled. It should have been an N1, and it turned out to be a non-shooting foul. So that was a big blow to them. Big blow to Duke, so because um, in the NBA, you can, that's definitely going to be an N1, and the fact that it wasn't shocked me, to be honest, but, um, you know, they call the college game much different than they call the pro game for some reason or another, so nonetheless, um, in the end, North Carolina wins 81-77. to in that game, Khalid Love, the guard, has a fine game. 28 points. He did it on 11 of 20 shooting, uh, mostly <laughs> from deep. And uh, he had uh, four rebounds. R.J. Davis, he, he added on his 18 points with seven rebounds, four assists. And uh, Armando Bacot. Who, by the way, in that game, he actually turned his ankle and many thought he may not come back. He did end up coming back in that game. He finished with 11 points and 21 rebounds. Man. And then Brady Manick, he had 14 with four rebounds. So, And on the Duke side, Paolo Banchero, uh, who... It's going to be a lottery pick. It certainly seems so. Uh, 20 points for him. 10 rebounds, 2 blocks. 
So the freshman there probably entering the NBA once everything is said and done. And then off the bench, Trevor Keels, who had the hot game. And of course, I had, he had the missed call on the N1. 19 points coming off that bench. So, so that would lead to Monday's game. Uh, North Carolina taking on Kansas. Uh, it, and in this game, it, it was this was this was some game too. Uh, early on, you didn't think so because North Carolina got out to a huge lead um, off the bat. Uh, they ended up leading at halftime, forty to twenty-five, um, and right at that point, in terms of second chance points, they were winning eighteen to two. So uh, they were really out hustling Kansas, but um, but in that second half, um, there's a whole saying that goes. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you chop into a... Well, at one point they were down 16. How do you chop into a 16-point lead? One point at a time. So uh, so Kansas somehow rallies and gets a historical win as they were down by as many as 16, as I told you, ends up winning this game. 72 to 69 and the crazy part about this game was Kansas was out rebounded 55 to 35 and still ends up winning this game unfathomable but let's talk about it well uh, on the Kansas side David McCormick not not such the great game he had against Villanova but still solid nonetheless 15 points with 10 rebounds. Christian Braun stepped up big time, especially in that second half. 12 points for him with 12 rebounds as well. Um, also, Jalen Wilson, he contributed 15 points from him with four rebounds. And Ochai Abaji, he only had four, uh, 12 points, rather. So, uh, and then... Off the bench, uh, Remy Martin, uh, 14 points, and he dropped four threes in this game. Uh, you got a guy on the on your bench called Remy Martin. Go figure. Uh, everybody getting sauced up after. But anyway, um, as far as the North Carolina side, Armando Bachat, uh, again, valiant effort because uh, he, again, kind of bother that ankle again in this game but he stuck it out 15 points with 15 rebounds rj davis 15 points for him with 12 rebounds brady manic he had 13 points and 13 rebounds and four blocks and caleb love with 13 points but the big thing in this game was the fact that both davis and love combined for 10 of 41 shooting and only one of 13 from three-point range. Good gracious. That's not going to get it done, guys. And if you factor in Amando Bachat, who only went three of 13 from the field, you're talking about 13 for 54. So 
that's definitely not good, guys. That's for sure. So, nonetheless, uh, Kansas ends up getting the win. And Bill Self getting his second title as a Kansas coach uh, in his 19 years there. Um, he, he, he has 556 wins against 124 losses. Uh, that's for a 81.8%. Uh, so you might as well say 82% win percentage, uh, averaging over 29 wins per season. And on his resume, pretty good resume over there at Kansas, 19 years, uh, 18 tournaments, 16 regular season championships, nine conference championships. And like Dawn Staley, he has four final four appearances. And like Dawn Staley, he now has two titles. So Bill Self and his team getting it done over there. That's for sure. Um, uh, I mean, things. And then remember this too, guys. Uh, back in 2020, this team was poised to have a quite a run in the NCAA tournament back then. Uh, the team was 28-3 and three at the time. And then, of course, COVID hit. And then the whole tournam tournament got shut down. So... They might have been robbed of another chance at a title in that season. So, um, yeah, so, but Bill Self righting a wrong as far as that goes and gets the elusive NCAA title. So, uh, kudos to Bill Self uh, getting it done over there. He's had some pretty good teams over the years, that's for sure. You don't average 29 wins per season uh with um walk-ons he's had some pretty good talent over the years so um so definitely kudos for him for getting it done against a north carolina team and you can't say enough about hubert davis i'll be honest i was rooting for hubert davis being that he's an ex-nick so i was pretty much rooting for him in that regard but I thought they had it, guys. I thought they did, but uh, surprise, surprise, Kansas puts on a stellar second half and really turned the tables as far as that goes. So um, you definitely got to give credit to them for getting it done there. So so what's next? Uh, you know, a few of these guys are going to be going into that NBA draft. You know, some guys will probably go in. Some guys will put their names in. They'll uh, declare, maybe pull their name out. We'll see. So um, that's on the horizon as well. So, all right, guys. So I'm going to cut it off there for the men's. Um, but I say all in all, guys, we would treat it to both for the men and the women. Treat it to fine tournaments on both uh, regards. So, uh Kudos to everyone involved, and of course, a big congrats to the Kansas Jayhawks, uh, the young guys there, getting it done there. Took a lot of sheer, sheer will to right the ship after that uh, tumultuous first half. You know, a lot of teams would have folded the tents up, guys, but... Uh, you know, that speaks to the heart of a champion that you're able to right the ship 
and get it done in that second half. So definitely big uh, shout outs to them in that regard. So, all right, guys. So that's going to do it for me. Um, next time you'll hear from me, I'll be doing my week 20. Is it week 23 wrap up? Yeah, I think it is. Week 23. Yeah, week 23 wrap up. So, all right, guys. Until then, we will talk later. All right, so be safe, and we'll talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at thatsportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gdthatsportsdude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.